It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's a case that should have never been brought, and it's a case that should be immediately dismissed. Well, that was Trump outside. Well, actually not outside. He was in the lobby of the very echoey courtroom in New York. He was obviously mad. Not as mad as Alina Haba, I think, as uh, attorney. She, well, it, it's 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 interesting because I, I think they put Alina Haba out there to do that because people look at it and say, wow, this woman was even attacked. A lot of people will say, well, it's just Trump being Trump. You know, he thinks the world hates him. You so expect of that. Course, yeah, of yeah. course he's going to say the judge is biased and yeah. the judge didn't do this. But That's baked into the cake with Trump. You yeah, know that. When his attorney comes out, when she said, I was told to sit down, well, you got the cut. It was That's pretty impactful. For most women to hear that, you're like, yeah. Even suburban, Democrat, liberal, Trump-hating women, there's a lot of them out there. They hear this, they're like, oh, I, don't, I wouldn't want a judge yelling at me. This is, this is Alina. You have a right to hire a lawyer who can stand up and say something when they see something wrong. But I was told to sit down today. <laughs> I was yelled at. And I've had a judge who is unhinged slamming a table. Let me be very clear. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here. And you know what? You shouldn't either. So for four wow. weeks leading up to Trump's testimony, what's the word he's used to describe the true words, actually? Corrupt. And what's the other one to describe this judge? Unhinged. Unhinged. And she just cemented it. Now more people than not are listening to that, are thinking today, yeah, that's a crazy judge in that Trump thing, huh? Well, you know what? Especially when she gets up and she probably said, you know, I, I, you know, I disagree with you, Honor, or whatever the case may be. And he said, sit down. <laughs> you know, there, there's a reason you have attorneys there. They fight for you in the courtroom. So if she stands up to mm -hmm. say, you know, I, I disagree with what you're saying. I forget what the word is, but I object. And he says, sit down. You know, you can't object. Uh, oh, OK. Thank you for telling me to sit down. I can't do my job. It Plus, it's good. just, a, you know, it's a female of in any position when she's told to sit down. That that just, I mean, this day and age, you uh -huh. hear that, you're like, ooh. What a happened? lot of people would bristle at that. Yeah, where's the Me Too movement now? Some guy telling some woman to sit down. Well, yeah, you know, sure. Trump, Trump's folks don't count. Yeah, you know, okay, well. You know, they, right. they, they, don't, they, they don't want them to exist. <laughs> she, but, but at one point, the judge told, I, I guess, what's his name, Kais? I, I don't want, Tim Kais? I, I think that it's Kais, yeah. He's the other attorney with Haba. And and apparently the judge told him, he said, you need to control your your client. You need to tell him to be quiet and follow the courtroom guidelines. There's going to be fine, fine and contempt of court. And the attorney stood up. He goes, I think what he just said was spectacular. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he, he couldn't win. The judge realized, you know, I, I'm not going to win. So let Trump do what Trump does. And he did. And Trump went off on him again. Another uh, news, I kind of forgot about this because it didn't affect us locally too much, but there are, it's an election day for in many states. I think it's uh, the biggies are Kentucky and is it Mississippi? Mississippi's one, for it, sure. There's a governor's race. Bashir is up for re-election, and they say he's uh, he's got, I forget, is it the attorney general on the Republican side that's mm -hmm. facing him? Somebody. Uh, he, he may be in trouble. And the other one is a Democrat is being faced by, it's a Republican being faced by a Democrat, and I want to say it's Louisiana, not sure, but... Uh, that that Republican could be in trouble. Keeping an eye on this in New York City. Listen to this. You know, we know all the protests that have been happening in the anti-Israel rallies, right? Mm -hmm. A Palestinian-led community group is calling for what they call a day of action against election officials on Election Day. Against election officials? Wow. That's not good. No. A memo by the group called Within Our Lifetime is telling supporters up there to flood Election Day for Gaza. 
Went on to ask supporters to mobilize against election officials who, as the group states, are actively complicit in the genocide of the Palestinian people. Man, if this starts to interfere with elections, you've got a massive problem on your hands. Asking So specifically, it goes on further, asking people to go to their local uh, council, state congressional reps. Group has organized a rally planned for 3 o'clock at City Hall in New York City. We always point to New York because that's probably been... The main focal point for a lot of these anti-Israel things. This epicenter, yeah, yeah. it just kind of goes to all the other cities after that. But uh, I mean, that's if that is an election interference. But just think, if you're a Jewish person and you're running for office, right, and you hear this, I'd be like, oh my goodness, and now they're going to come after me at the polls as well. You're not uh, safe anywhere. Where's the where's where's Letitia James on that one? Why isn't that election interference calling for? They specifically said against election officials. That's not. That's good. a threat. That's a threat. Yes, I agree. All right. In the meantime. Well, on Mondays, uh, right around the uh, half hour from right now, we usually have Flight 850, or aviation segment. Well, this news popped up after that. Where, where's this woman from in, in our state? Do we know? I don't know is it, where is she is. South Florida? I, I don't know where she is in the state, but I know she's a Florida mom who says American Airlines lost her kids. Wow. How did they lose her kids? Then found them and put them in a jail-like room overnight without food or water. This is after their flight got canceled. The boys were traveling alone. Oh, are they little kids? 12 and 10. Oh, that's little enough. Mom's name is Amber Vensil. This is all from a lawsuit now. That's why the information's coming out now. She says the 10 and 12-year-olds were left without food, water, blankets, or pillows, and their flight was canceled. She also claims they were given conflicting information on the boys' rescheduled flight, unable to speak with them for hours. What, what, where, that's nerve-wracking. Where did they put these kids? Can you imagine not knowing where your kids are? No. That would be... You know, you realize their flight got canceled, and then you want to talk to your kid. Didn't they have a cell phone? I, maybe, maybe they took it. I don't know. They were scheduled to take a flight from Missouri to upstate New York. Uh, it's where her partner, I guess, was scheduled to pick them up after a layover in Charlotte. So this was like one of those nine-stop flights. Oh, goodness. Uh, it was delayed, though. Eventually canceled. The airline was forced to call the mom's partner up north. American told this dude, according to the suit... Benzel's sons would be in a nice room for unoccupied minors where, they're, where they'd have beds in their own bathroom. <laughs> and they were put in Sounds a, like, like a county jail. <laughs> really, they were just put in a room <laughs> with no food, no, no blankets, no pillows, no nothing. They had to sleep on the floor? It happened in July. There's a lawsuit, like I said, about this. Shortly after that happened, American emailed the mom at 11.40 p.m. on July 30th telling her kids were scheduled to fly at 5 p.m. the next day, but there was no contact in between. Oh, How do you do that? Goodness. She was unable to get in touch with her kids until employees at Charlotte's Douglas International Airport connected her to one of the kids. At least she kept <sighs> on trying to talk to one of them. So, okay, but I, I did some research. Here's the problem. She was refunded 150 bucks. You watch. Because she took that refund. I she accepted she, it, She right? accepted the payment that it, it nullifies any lawsuit. Because mm. that's how they get you. I'm just saying. Hopefully not. That's terrible. You send usually when you send your children alone on any airline, they'll designate somebody on that flight to watch your kids. Yeah, whether that's it's what a I flight attendant or a gate agent will take the kids up to the the gate. They make sure the kids get on the plane. The flight attendant then takes over and watches the kids while they're on the plane. They make sure the kid gets off and goes to the right spot. So somebody dropped the ball. Boy, American used to be so good. They might be just that short staff. They can't do that anymore. Are they it's like, that, that bad these days? They're Goodness. like, you, 
You kids bought your tickets. You know the risk. <laughs> Here's a bag of pretzels. Get to Albany Good yourself. <laughs> Walk. I don't know what happened. Poor All right. things. All right. Uh, news story coming up next is very sad out of Los Angeles. Now you've got some of these anti-Israel protests resulted in the death of a of a 69 year old guy. This is horrible. And it's a it's a national story now. And there it's going to be a hate crime when they find this person. Good. I hope so. They throw the book at him. Very sad. Some entertainment stuff though to lighten it up too. And it's next the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. He walked across the street and there was some argument. We don't know exactly what occurred in the argument. The most important footage in some ways to getting evidence is in his cell phone, which is locked. Oh boy, this is very, very sad. National news, it's its one of the top headlines actually. This 69-year-old Jewish man, uh, well, he was killed at an anti-Israel rally. Why? He was holding a flag. Holding an Israeli flag this is Los Angeles. The guy you just heard from is a California state senator. They've got Apparently several suspects, but they need to confirm they haven't made an arrest yet. The guy was 69, the victim. It's going to be a hate crime, and it's going to, and it's turning into a big, big deal. Yeah, the person that hit him, and they, it, I, I don't know if it, because they have a picture of a woman with a Palestinian flag draped across her with a megaphone standing over him after he's lying on the ground. Now, somebody on the Palestinian side of this protest, hit this man with the megaphone and knocked him over. And when he fell over, he hit his head. And that's what ended up eventually killing him. He died the next day. Did the woman who was standing over him with the megaphone, is she the one that hit him? They don't know. Uh, That's why they're saying. Some guy that he had just met uh, literally at this, this rally said, I left, went to my car to get something, came back, and he's laying on the ground. He said, here was a, you know, a nice Jewish guy just there to say, you know, I'm proud to be Jewish, happy to be Jewish, want to support my Israeli brotherhood. And he goes, and he gets killed. And they probably hit him when he lost support, when he lost a friend, you know, that wasn't there to, to, to back him up, always, to have his back. Oh, wouldn't that be horrible? Here's also this, you know, cell phone from the thing. While this guy, the guy's name, by the way, the victim is Paul Kessler, 69-year-old dude. He... Uh, was on the ground. They called an ambulance. This is how long has it been going on. Blood all over the place. And I know this is really sad and gross to talk about this early. Hauling him off away in the ambulance to the hospital before, sadly, he died later on. Nothing in the, the Palestine rally stopped. There was no pause. These people are, they're, they're horrible. This is what it sounded like. As a man is being taken away on an ambulance. After this is the kind of respect these Palestinian protesters are giving. Wow. No, not a pause, not a nothing. Let's not make sure he's okay. Let's know. No. They're barbaric. Let me tell you something. What else? Who else has blood on their hands here is the media coverage of this uh, this thing. This, well, you know, let's understand. You know, let's, you know, just, all, the, all, the, all the Israel blame, you know, that's coming through the media. It's causing a lot of the anti-Semitism. This guy wasn't even in anybody's face. Yeah, he was just standing there. Holding, he, what, he was holding the, the Israeli flag, I do believe, and that was about it. By himself, mostly. Just, and you know what? That, that's, I didn't even think that the guy that he had just met, and, and they talked to him because he was one of the witnesses. He says, I didn't see anything. He goes, I literally just left. I was gone for four minutes, came back, and he's laying on the ground. Now that you brought up the fact, what if they attacked this poor man because he was? older than anybody else in the crowd and he was by himself oh i'm convinced oh that, that's even was. worse oh absolutely oh my goodness oh of course they did that's that and then when there was one less guy that there that could have had his back who went off to his car to get something one less guy hit him then these people are barbaric here's a rabbi from the area i don't know if it was oh. paul's rabbi but uh 
representative nonetheless. He just heard that there was demonstrations taking place. He's a, he loves Israel. He's proud of being a Jew. And he went just to wave his flag. That's all. That, for, for that crime, this guy's dead now. That's terrible. Okay. That's horrible. That poor man. The story's only growing, poor too. Family. They'll have a suspect very, very soon because there's just too much evidence. Well, there's, you know, every, everybody lives through their cell phone. You know, yeah. they don't uh, bother to actually live it in person. They just have to record it all. So I'm sure they got a thousand recordings of this poor man getting hit. God. Uh, they should throw the book at whoever hit him. It's just That's, awful. It's a terrible thing to do. What is up? What is wrong? What happened to society? It was it the Democrats. I can remember just them getting their face. You, you do oh, what yeah. you have to do. Remember what's her name? I can't think of what her name. Maxine was. Waters. Thank you. You Maxine get in their face get every their chance face. you get. Oh, that's, that's so that's now good. is that is that and only emboldened by the media coverage of it. Nice job. Isn't that lovely? Real nice job. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna we're gonna lighten that up with good news because that's horrific. You ready? Yes. How many Great Danes at this point do you have now in your house? Oh, I just got another one, two. I only oh, have two. Oh, one is very, very old and one is very young. So, How does the old one feel? Here comes your replacement. <laughs> they get along quite well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the little one is already bigger than the old one. Well, the American Humane Society just announced the winner of its annual Hero Dog Award. Oh. And it went to a 150-pound Great Dane oh. named Maverick. It has to be a boy, yeah. Is that about average, or is that? It's probably it's probably a European breed. Yeah, okay. the European breed of the, the Great Danes are much bigger. He's a therapy dog with the USO, and he helps support troops and oh. their families. He's currently stationed at Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri, and uh, is now the Hero Dog Award recipient. That's awesome. I Good job, Maverick. Probably climbs into your lap. The the new puppy we got. She's six months old. She probably weighs about I'd say eighty pounds already. Good God. She climbs literally climbs into your lap. She thinks she weighs two pounds. Oof. And it was like, I, I'm thinking, I don't know what the other pe- the previous owner thought was cute. This is not cute. You don't climb into my lap and sit down. Weighs a ton. Oof. But she is cute. How big is she going to get? Uh, probably about 120. Wow. Somewhere around there. Maybe a little bit bigger. Just depends. I don't it's know. Like 300 pounds of dog in one breed. Well, no, my, my Saint, you might, it's my St. Bernard Mastiff. That's the big one. Mm. She weighs about a buck 40. She's a big dog. But she's a big mush, Bill. She'll take that. Chew you from the knee down. It's like uh, the neighbors in Christmas Story, the Bumpuses. Bumpuses! Ah, the dogs come running through. That's my ask Diener. He met them all. Yeah, I know. He I did too. Up, he opened up the gate, let them loose. All right, we got uh, rapid fire coming up next. We'll update you with uh, all kinds of different headlines. We'll balance it all out. Just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What's going on in the world? What you need to know? Maybe even some things you don't need to know. Jen's got the first one. And this one is just a horrific story, and it goes on top of that poor gentleman in California Mm -hmm. who was killed while just peacefully holding the Israeli flag, being pro-Israel. He's a Jewish Mm -hmm. guy. Got hit in the head. Next thing you know, dead. This woman, she's there's no excuse for this. She was arrested in Indianapolis. Let's start with the fact that she's 34 years old. Hmm. They found her backing her car into a building that had several people inside. The heck? Fortunately, no one was hurt. Why was she crashing her car on purpose into this building? She thought it was a school for Jewish kids. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. A school! And she kept on slamming it, slamming her car in it. They finally got. To, they finally get her. They. She said, I'm here for my people back home in Palestine. I don't think she was. 
Uh, the irony of this is, fortunately, no one was hurt inside the building, but the Anti-Defamation League says the building is in fact home to an extremist organization that is anti-Israel. Wow. So, so she's crazy and stupid. And stupid. Which yeah. is not a good combination. So she's uh, now uh, facing many years in prison for a hate crime. Well, that Holy worked out well then. Yeah. Moly. All in all, crazy people. Good gosh. Well, kind of on top of that, we certainly had a lot of anti-Israel protests going on throughout the entire country. In New York City last night, this was dubbed United for Israel. 30 days since the attack of October 7th, to recall lives lost, to renew the plea to get those held hostage back from the militant group Hamas. There were a lot of people at this rally last night. Really? Tens of thousands. It was a lot. Huh. Um, in addition, though, hundreds more with the group Jewish Voice for Peace made their message clear. They had banners at the base of the Statue of Liberty. Some proclaimed Palestinians should be free. Wow. Hmm. Okay. You know, it's, it's I a, understand peace. I, I get all that. You know what? There are Palestinians who are in the Gaza Strip who don't want to be there and they sure. need to get out. Sure, sure. But these people aren't for those people. They're for Hamas. There's like a lot. Chick. Hidden in that message is a lot of absolutely, no doubt, pro-Hamas protesters. Yeah. We've seen it. You've seen the flags. You've heard the chants. Right. It's, it's hidden within these protest rallies. And, I mean, this woman was a prime example, that poor man that was killed in California yeah. for holding an Israeli flag. Come on, give me a break. That's just, just that's hate, that's pure hate. and simple. Yeah, it, they, you know what else? These people tearing down the posters, I still found no reason for that. That's nothing but hate. Yeah. And the mostly clueless young kids mm-hmm. tearing them they down. Are. They're punks. Somebody should take them and slap them across no. the face a couple of times. Mm. Knock some sense into them. I mean, the whole thing is just such a layered discussion, too. It is. You know, there's so many layers to it. True. Even with, you know, uh, Netanyahu was talking, I guess, in an interview with ABC News, actually. He said that they would be governing Gaza once, basically, they clear it all out. And Biden's been saying, no, you shouldn't do that. And so now there's a whole back and forth when it comes to to that scenario. We try to stick our noses in other countries' business. Yeah. This is a country that just got attacked and how many people were slaughtered. Let's be honest. You're going to tell them, oh, ceasefire? I know. A lot of these uh, graffitied messages and desecrations that happen outside the White House and around Lafayette Square and all Mm -hmm. that other stuff, is it was spray painted on it. A lot of it was blank Joe Biden. Oh, wow. Free Palestine. How about that? So right quick, the White House cleared that stuff up. Yeah, I'm sure they did. And they covered, before they could even get the paint off and the messages, they covered them with black tarps. They got a problem on their hands with messaging. They really do. Mm-hmm. Kind of backed into a corner. Sure yeah, are. He's going to win re-election, boys. Don't, yeah. you, don't you know? Well, on that kind of same note here, guys, <laughs> it's actually a good segue because I found this really interesting. Remember we were talking about, uh, was it Bella Hadid? Yes. Right? Famous model, but she's of Palestinian descent. Right, right. And she has basically, you know, come out saying, you know, I support my country and my family and things like that. Well, now the decision has been made from Dior to drop her. They did? No. Yeah. That's a massive move. Dior dropped her and they replaced her with an Israeli model. Oh, that's a bold move on their part. Good for them. Wow. How about that, huh? So people are saying this actually just came out maybe like 20 minutes ago. That's a huge story. That's nuts, isn't it? And then Dior is... One of the biggest names out there when it comes to fashion and everything. They were the ones with Johnny Depp, and they refused to drop him, right? Mm-hmm. And that whole thing was going on. But they dropped Bella Hadid, you know, world-famous model. Wow. Yeah. That is a big deal. They said they had Wait said, a minute, bigger than dropping Mia Khalifa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember that, remember that one? Jeez. 
If you're oh. saying to yourself, who's Mia Khalifa? Don't yeah. look it up at work. No, no you look that up in your own time. Yeah, yeah. not a good thing. There was another one dropped. Just a different kind of company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Same kind of thing. But wow, I guess they're that's saying, a big deal. Yeah, they're saying the decision is being perceived as uh, Dior's support for Israel. That's huge. So I'll keep an eye on that and wow. you know to see other sources and everything. But that's what's being reported. It was just in a little while ago. Big deal. I'm sure she's crying all the way to the bank. Too. Oh, well. Anyway. All right. I do this for you, Diener, because I know how much you love this song. What? A wild animal trainer featured in the popular Netflix series, Tiger King. Oh, yeah. Got my music? No. Oh. (laughs) Did I ask him to get the music? No. Tell all the hunters. Okay, never mind. That's in between five (laughs) random things, Doug. The crabs are back. I can find it if you give me like two seconds. Sure. If you find it. In the meantime, Doc Antle in big, big trouble. Oh. He was the guy that lived on the compound. It's called, it, it stands for tigers, but it's the greatly endangered and rare species, also known as the Myrtle Beach Safari. The guy that came in, you know, riding on his elephants and had all the women working for him and living with him. The oh, there it is. Lay down there. Yes. According to prosecutors, Doc Antle conspired to violate the Lacey Act, which means he illegally sold wildlife. Two cheetah cubs, two lion cubs, two tigers, a juvenile chimpanzee, and then he laundered money on oh, top that's of nice it. Of him. So he has he has pled guilty to all these charges. Uh, each count, he faces a maximum oh, penalty. Oh, one second, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Gotta hit the chorus. That sang that actually ever get any money for singing that song? It's amazing. Nobody ever found out who the real oh singer God, is. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Ansel's so looking at a $250,000 fine, uh, five years in prison, and three years of supervised release. Wow. How about that? And he was he's, supposed to be the smart one. Yeah, he's, he's in big trouble. Everybody in that show was nuts. Yeah. Man, All of them. Well, look at the way he lived. But if you had to live anywhere, I'd go to Doc Antle's place. It was pretty cool. Wow. Well, in the spirit of the holidays, that's right, we're in the holidays right now. The Empire State Building is doing something special. They're marking 20 years since the release of one of the greatest movies of all time. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! 20 years? Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. Oh, God help me. I know him. Elf. (laughs) I can't wait to watch it. Oh. Festivities around the Empire State Building to celebrate the film starring Will Ferrell, the great kick off today. Oh, that's awesome. Tonight, the building will be lit in green and yellow to commemorate the anniversary. Guests who purchase observatory tickets in the 86th floor are given complimentary candy, candy canes, candy corn, from 2 to 5 p.m. while supplies last. Okay. And three different screenings on the 80th floor of the Empire State Building of one of the greatest movies of all time, Elf. That's right. Is uh, Will Ferrell showing up himself? I bet you he does. He's got to, right? He should, right? Does he live in New York? As buddy. Yes. I don't know. Oh, you know he's going to show up. (laughs) That would be great. That's so good. (laughs) Get this 20 years. 20 years. Gosh. Christmas classic. Watch it every year. An Oscar-worthy performance by Jimmy Kahn. That's right. An old time he was the father. He was the father. He's like, I don't care where you come from, just get out of my life. (laughs) Dad. He turned into Sonny there for a minute. He did. Peter Dinklage, too. That was one of his his first big roles in that. Oh my god. Goodness. Okay. Well, I'll finish off with other movie news, guys. Very, very different movie news. Uh oh. So we all remember the Barbenheimer craze from during the summer. Oh god, oh, yeah. yeah. Barbie and then Oppenheimer, yeah. Okay. Hey, it the got us day. through a couple of months of entertainment there. Sure did. 
two of the biggest movies of the decade, probably, let alone the year, and they came out in the same day. It was a huge deal. And people dubbed it as Barbenheimer, right? Right. Well, now... <laughs> oh, no. A low-budget studio... Oh, jeez. ...has decided to make a Barbenheimer movie. Yes. With, I said low-budget... A budget of a million dollars. Oh, come on. What are they using? Like <laughs> dolls to do this? Like Barbie dolls? It's probably like animated. It's so bad. And the plot behind the movie is the, uh, the Barbie, who is a doctor who lives in Dolltopia, goes to the real world and comes back angry at the real world and decides to blow everything up. <laughs> She's going to go nuke everybody. She's going nuclear. I thought it was going to be a uh, biopic about the real. They found an older lady in Massachusetts. Her name was Barbie Oppenheimer. No, no, remember, no. Remember they yeah. did. That's right. We did have that story. That's true. So, uh, no, this is a... Uh, this be a blockbuster. Just like that. Yeah. This is a big movie. disappointment. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what it's about. <laughs> Barbie's nuking the world. It'll be a cartoon you watch. So we can uh, we can all go watch that one on a field trip, maybe. <laughs> all right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> direct to video. That's so bad. Works for me. That thing will go direct to VHS. Yeah, <laughs> how bad it is. Yeah. We got headlines coming up next. The search for uh, any suspects in that terrible LA scene where that oh. that that guy was that older guy was uh, unfortunately killed at that protest. That's rally. horrible. Just but, horrible. But in better news, yes, they've recovered in Connecticut. They're back to their full supplies of Dunkin' Donuts after a shortage because the truck was stolen. Who steals a Dunkin' Donuts truck? I don't know, but they should go to maximum prison sentence time. <laughs> And more coming up next, the Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. He just heard that there was demonstrations taking place. He's a, he loves Israel. He's proud of being a Jew. And he went just to wave his flag. Well, this is a very sad story, but it's a national story now, and it's only going to grow. They're looking for suspects now. A 69-year-old guy, a Jewish guy, uh, his name is Paul Kessler, uh, died at an anti-Israel protest. He was carrying a Jewish flag. He was mostly by himself. He got hit over the head with a megaphone. Gets knocked and he later died. Yeah, hits his head. I, so sad. I, I think it was probably the fall that, the well, hitting him with the megaphone didn't help, but oh, it yeah. was he slammed his head into the ground when he fell, and that's what caused his death. He died the next day. They have a picture, and, and this is where the I guess the cops are trying to get cell phone video, mainly his cell phone. Because they said he was filming. He probably has the whole darn thing on tape with, or on you know, cell phone. But they have a picture of a woman holding a megaphone with, an Isra- with a Palestinian flag draped over her, standing over him while he's laying on the ground. And they're trying to figure out, was she the one that hit him with the megaphone? I mean, you can't tell me that's not going to go down as a hate crime. Yep, they're already talking hate crime. They've got state senators involved with this. Here's, a, In fact, here's a California state senator, Henry Stern. He walked across the street and there was some argument. We don't know exactly what occurred in the argument. The most important footage in some ways to getting evidence is in his cell phone, which is locked. I don't think that'll take long. The family will approve that getting unlocked pretty wow. soon. And yeah. They are talking about hate crime. They, I get So the latest this morning is they've got two suspects, but no official charges. Story's gone back and forth a couple of times. Well, it's, uh, I'm sure they have proof, of, you know, ad nauseum from various cell phones. So hopefully these people are going to come forward and right. they'll put this creeper away. How do you hit an old man? I shouldn't say older man. 69 years and, old. And this, old what, they're going to come out and they say, oh, they're just, this is unfair treatment of uh, the people that were there at the protest. They're just trying to free Palestine. No, you're not. You hit a guy. Yeah. Shut up. You, you try to kill the guy. And then you continue to protest. Oh, that's the worst. Like nothing that's happens. That's the worst part of the entire story. Who does that? Those people, they're barbaric. I'm sorry. 
What what happened to the normal sense of human? I, there wasn't a pause like, in the protest. Gee, an animal would even stop. This is horrible. They're, they're horrible Ambulance people. is there. Take him away. They just keep on going. Like nothing happened? That's just awful. Oh, don't worry. Some poor guy bleeding on the ground over there. No big deal. Anyway, you hope it doesn't lead to more violence. That's for sure. Jeez. To lighten things up is yes. good news. Let's go to Connecticut for this one. Okay. It was a near disaster. What happened? A Dunkin' Donuts truck was stolen. <laughs> Was this like a big tractor trailer? And then it crashed. Oh, that's even worse. And it led to multiple locations in the area without donuts. No. For at least part of the day. <laughs> now, I know Connecticut's like half New England. Yeah, you know, we're still unsure about yeah, that. Yeah, Rhode Island. If it were Rhode Island, I'd say, oh, that'd be, that'd be a national emergency. They'd call in the National Guard. But I'd have to say nationally now. You mess with somebody's local Duncan, you got problems. I don't know why they chose this girl to be the <laughs> spokesperson for the story, but she's the one that talked to the media. She's some, like, pimply 17-year-old kid telling the whole story about how it all went down. My manager had contacted the place where we get our donuts from, and they let us know that they were stolen. So they said that the truck had got stolen and the donuts had fallen all out of the bag. Oh. We had to improvise. We had some rings with nothing on them already, so we had to frost some of those. Some of them laughed. Some of them couldn't believe it. And then uh, we had this one guy even be like, what kind of Dunkin' Donuts is this? You know, I, can uh, just, I know exactly what that guy's like, too. <laughs> what kind of Dunkin' Donuts is this? No donuts. I'm on a crawler. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I love the fact that she said we had these rings. They were probably just plain donuts. <laughs> I guess. We had, she didn't know they're called plain donuts? I, mean, I don't know. Old fashions? I mean, I know when I, I don't even work there. Yes. Yeah, give me a large Corella <laughs> and a regular coffee. <laughs> oh, you want that iced latte? No, a coffee. Coffee. <laughs> when they started getting exotic with all the flavors, oh. the old guys were so funny. It's like, I just no, want, I want black a coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's nonsense. And the guy that said to her, what kind of Dunkin' Donuts are you? He was probably all upset because he had to drive an extra five minutes to the next one. I <laughs> yeah, I know. And if, if you've never been to New England, uh, Starbucks, at least in Rhode Island, I, I think there's two. <laughs> and on almost every street corner, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, well, no, it's they're, no within a, they're within a stone's throw away of each other. I, I don't know how they stay in business. I'm assuming the same person owns like a whole street of them. It might be. It's becoming that way down here, too. There's like every corner. Yeah. They keep on going in with gas stations near me. Like, they put in a new gas station, there's a Dunkin' Donuts attached to it. Uh, so, with surly people. <laughs> be like, oh, don't. <laughs> Again, without evidence, I'm blaming you on this. Call my kids. They were in the car. <laughs> um, I'm, so far in the story, I'm taking the side of okay. the donut guy over you. Uh, well, I know this gets exaggerated. Yeah, that's an exaggerated. This, tomorrow, this story will be, I was accosted <laughs> at the window. Anything else? <laughs> right. All right. Uh, is Trump going to get a mistrial because of his lunatic judge in New York? Probably not, but they're calling for one. Yeah, well, he'll get an appeal. Don't worry. An attorney, Alina Hubba Hubba Hubba. Easy. Had a great outside the courtroom speech yesterday, too. We'll talk about that. And some, for her. Uh, and some And some entertainment headlines, too. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. What happens next? Well, this week we're going to finish. They're going to rest their case. We are obviously going to move uh, to completely dismiss this case. There should be a mistrial based on some of the things you mentioned today that I can't talk about. Mm -hmm. There should be a mistrial here. <laughs> it was Lena Haba. She Ooh. went on after she had that impromptu press conference in front of the courthouse steps yesterday. She went on Larry Kudlow. 
I'm Larry. You should have heard him, too. He was awesome. He goes, like, what's going on here? What's next? <laughs> Love that guy. They look like damn fools. <laughs> well, they they yelling and screaming. And when the, when the judge loses his or her temper, you know something's up. She, it was kind of, it was too long to play and get into, but she explained behind the scenes exactly what happened and why this unhinged judge went nuts and, in fact, told her to sit down. He, they put up two screens, apparently, about the business dealings, and Trump started to explain, like, the ins and outs intricacies of real estate. He said, well, you have here the estimated value and what happens here. They kept on cutting them off. They wouldn't let them explain it. And they're over their, they're oh. over their heads in this thing, and they're completely income. You're talking about, at the end of it, state, attor- state attorneys, state employees that have absolutely no— and they're trying to talk to Trump about real estate. Yeah. How's Hello. that going to go? Yeah, not, not well. She says it's hurting. Their incompetence is killing their case. Well, she says there's something coming out this before we uh, file for a mistrial. That she that's that was the part where she said she can't talk about it. We'll prove that they have no idea what they're talking about. And this whole thing should just be dismissed. When is when does it end? This week? I think so. He's, is he back on the stand today or is he done? I think he's done. I don't know. What's the point? They won't let him talk. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so to true, embarrass but, him. Well, we shall we shall see what happens. But they'll win on appeal if that's the case. If they don't get the case thrown out. I, you know, when you have a, a district attorney who says, uh, or I'm going to run on attorney general, I'm going to run on putting Trump in prison, come on, and taking him down. Right. I, that's her whole mission in life. Alina Hobbes said one other interesting thing about that, about Letitia James. She said they're so far into this, they can't backtrack, and it looks really bad. Oh, like wow. they, Like, she goes, she's going to need a PR team after this. Well, I mean, you spend all this time, all this money, all right. this energy going after a guy over a real estate deal that's like, you know, 20 years old. Get over yourself. When your your city is being overrun by migrants, you got a mayor who's telling people, I'll buy you a one-way ticket out, go anywhere you want to go. Uh, you're taking over schools. You're taking over old hotels. The crime rate's through the roof, and you're worried about a guy in a real estate deal that took place 20 years ago. And that's what Trump said in the echoey civil court lobby yesterday. He said there was a lot more important issues. Inflation and all of the other problems that this country has, I think it's a disgrace. Yeah. Well, he's right. Doesn't everybody at this point? It's just a clown show. It's it's people wonder why you're doing it. You know, yeah. it's, it's leave the guy alone. It's like just like picking on him. It's like mm-hmm. stop. In the meantime, a little swampy here, but it's election day actually. In about what is it, thirty-seven states? Oh, yeah, it was a bunch. It, it is a bunch. Uh, they, there's two big mayoral races. I know Andy Bashir in Kentucky is is facing a re-election campaign. Uh, I they say he could be in trouble, but. I, I can't imagine Bashir. He's trying to be like his dad and serve two terms in a row. So we shall see what happens there. And there was another one, a Republican governor that could be in big trouble and lose. But the other ones are all like, you know, mayoral races for local cities, uh, you know, city council right. places, things like that. It's not like a big, big election, except for those two states that had the governor the races. And that's about it. I wonder but what the turnout's going to be. This is one of those like state election kind of things. If there's high turnout in a bunch of different states, it'll probably show you there's a lot of interest in next year. A lot well, of people will show up. And it, it should be to see if anything shifts, you know, yeah. if it, especially if it goes from Democrat to Republican, then I would assume the Democrats are going to have their hair on fire by the end of the day. Right. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? You know, you're trying to tell me Joe Biden would beat Donald Trump today. And they they say this constantly on CNN that Donald that Donald Trump would get trounced by Joe Biden. I'm like, oh, who are you talking to? I don't even know anybody who voted for Joe Biden that still likes the man. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I still don't think it's going to be him. Still don't think so. You think it's going to be Newsom? Yep. Hmm. 
If not him, somebody else, but not not Joe. They they were bringing him in, what, September of next year, like just before, like a month before election. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So they can't dig up all the dirt on him. Yeah, they'll run out out the clock. Jeez. They'll pull the goalie last minute watch. That's that's pretty scary if that's the case. Wow. That's that's, that's horrifying, actually. I know. No, we don't want him as president. No, 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 no. No, no. Did you see what Heinz is coming out with, by the way? Sure did. And and Bill, okay, Diener, you will vouch for me. When when we talk about food stories, what does Bill usually say? Uh, he doesn't want to talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You <laughs> say no. <laughs> no, we're not discussing it. So I always bring up food stories just to aggravate him. That's fair. That's the nature of the beast. Right. Uh, Heinz, but this morning he actually actually brought it up to me. Said, "Do you see what Heinz is coming out with? This is going to be really good." There was nowhere near that level of excitement in my voice. <laughs> oh, wow. I said, okay. "Matter of fact, like, hey, did you hear about the Heinz thing?" That was about it. See, well, Jen- even that was drummed up. <laughs> when you said it, Jen heard, "Wow, Heinz, yeah, did right. you see this, Jen?" <laughs> because, time, because this one up something that's good. <laughs> this one actually makes sense. Oh, really? Heinz is coming out with pickle ketchup. What does that mean? That it's- means relish. Relish <laughs> in that? your ketchup, yeah. right? Basically, oh, yeah, pretty much. I've combines... always thought relish was like green ketchup. And if yeah, you, you know, if you have a hamburger and you put relish and you put ketchup on it, you don't have to do it twice. You just got it. And no one ever has relish. No, nobody never. We got true. pickles. It's, Not the same thing. It's too hard to uh, store. I think. I don't know. Is that it? So, I don't know. And it's the, here's the best part. It's not a limited release thing. So like, you don't have to like rush out and buy it. It's always going to be there. So it hits, when does it hit? Next year, right? Yeah, I guess so. Sometime See, I was afraid year. they were going to have the colored ketchup. Remember when they did that? They had like purple and See, green and blue ketchup. That's the kind of stuff I can't stand. Yeah. Yes, this is yeah. different. I can't. This is usable. It's like drinking green sense. beer. No, it just, uh, you can't do that. And that, those things were just color. like little stunts. This is like a real product. Like they're, they're it's yeah. not like, like a one-off. No, it makes Some, sense. And you've got co- an eyewitness account of somebody oh. that tried it. Here's the description. Like they bottled up the flavor of McDonald's pickles and ketchup. Huh. It isn't super dilly. <laughs> yeah. That's the quote from super a witness. Super dilly. Yeah. Okay. You put that as a tagline. Not right. super dilly. Right. <laughs> Shelves nationwide next year. Early oh. next year. There you go. Then according to Heinz, 73% of Americans like pickles. Who doesn't like pickles? I like pickles. I like Everybody pickles. likes pickles. But uh, pickles aren't relish. There's like two different things. You can't put, right. you can't put relish on a hamburger and have it taste like Pickles on a hamburger. It's a different it's thing. Diff- it's two different things. I'll tell you, though, there is nothing like a good deli pickle. You have, like, a nice corned beef and pastrami sandwich with, oh, oh yeah. the deli pickle. Oh, oh, forget it. What's that face for? <laughs> <laughs> Jen's looking at me like I'm holding, like, a, you know, something bitter over here. What's going on? No, okay, leave it alone. I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you don't like deli food now? Don't oh, like you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I like deli food. I don't like those pickles. I'm out of here. I, I don't blame you. I'm with you. Jen, here you go. I like the kosher the keys. Dills. That's about all I like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know if there's any pickles I don't like. Really? They're all good. Man. No, all right. Caroline had one the other day, uh, and she likes really hot stuff, and it was some kind of – we went to some fair, and they had these hot pickles, Ooh. all different kinds. Oh, yeah. And she took – I've never, I've never seen my daughter, like, almost lose it because it was so hot. Oh, wow. She well, was what like, are those oh, Wickles pickles? Wickles, yeah. Those, oh, those are pretty good. hot. I know, but those no, are good. I like They're those. good, but they're too hot. I love those things. See, I could eat a jar of those. <laughs> well, mission accomplished. We've successfully filled two minutes with absolutely uselessness. That was fantastic. Was fun. Killed it. <laughs> good job, everybody. Fun. Dude, I'm surprised you didn't talk about what the Shake Shack's doing. No, oh, that's a stupid one, too. <laughs> See? It is. That'll fill a minute and a half coming up next.
<laughs> we got that some headlines too. Uh, they're talking in L.A. This has popped up even early for their time about a hate crime charge for this poor Jewish guy that was killed. Uh, it should be a hate crime. Yeah, they're talking about it. No official suspects yet, but they're hinting around at that too. But no official charges. But we'll we'll give you the details on that. Some better news too. It's coming up next. The Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. Thanks for hanging with us. The Self Little Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. It's actually in many states. Election Day. You're going to hear a lot about this tonight. Probably tomorrow. See if there's any big surprises. But you hope nothing comes from this. This kind of stood out with all the problems we've had with protests here recently. A Palestinian-led community group is calling for a day of action against, listen to this wording, election officials on this election day. This would be in New York City. Isn't that a public threat? Yeah, I, I, it's right Hello? there in the memo. A memo by a group called Within Our Lifetime is telling supporters to, get this, flood election day for Gaza. It went on to ask supporters to mobilize against election officials who, uh, as the group states, are actively complicit in the genocide of Palestinian people. That sounds like trouble to me. Sounds like trouble, but they'll say we're not telling people to be violent. We're right. just telling them to protest. Well, I mean, you have to stand so many feet away from any polling place. So right. They can they can be outside the elections offices, I guess. Uh, but that's you know that leads to violence. That leads that that just is like opening the door to bad things. That's the problem. And there's counter protests, and you have people <laughs> saying there's different claims back and forth, and this is what you don't need. Especially after what happened in L.A. Right. Oh, that poor man. Here he is, just there to show his support for his home country, and, and he gets killed. By the way, update on that is no official suspects yet. Apparently, they have people of interest. Uh, the guy's name was Paul Kessler. He was just well. Here's it's either his rabbi or a rabbi in the area talking about what he what he did to get himself killed. He just heard that there was demonstrations taking place. He's a, he loves Israel. He's proud of being a Jew, and he went just to wave his flag. And he did mostly alone. There were some other supporters there, but. Somebody clocked him over the head with a megaphone, and he hit his head on the ground. He's dead now. Yeah. 69-year-old guy. Died the next day. State officials now also, and local officials there, talking about when they do find a suspect, very strong possibility of a hate crime. Well, it, 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 he got hit in the head with a megaphone by somebody with a Palestinian flag draped over him. God, that's Come awful. It, so they said that the best... The best uh, witness that they have is his own cell phone yeah so they're going right. to get they'll once they unlock that and they look at the video inside it it'll be like the you know what did murdaw in, in in that stupid case with killing his wife and his kid it was the kid's cell phone that did him in so in this, this case hopefully they can catch this creeper this from a different cell phone after somebody else had taken now this is why the ambulance has taken him away already right okay through the whole thing not when he was on the ground administering aid blood all over the place hauling him away not once did this protest stop. You'd think just out of decency, a guy's hurt, there's an ambulance, they're tending to him, you would stop something, right? Not according to this guy. As a man is being taken away on an ambulance, after being knocked unconscious, after this is the kind of respect these Palestinian protesters are giving. No pause, no he's, nothing. He's right, you know. Wow, this. nice. Well, I mean, even when, even when you go to a football game and the opposing team's player gets sure. hurt, people stop. And you know this. You see people praying. You see people, you know, holding their breath, saying, "Okay, is the guy going to be okay? Is he going to stand up? Is he going to get out of? You know, are they going to take him off in a stretcher?" I mean, it's 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 just normal decency. That's just off. Pay respect. That's they're they're barbaric. These people. I don't know where they come from. Hate to say that they're Americans. That's I don't know. that's even worse. No, it really is. Just so disappointing. We're like a month into this now, too. Today is a month. Isn't is it, it a month? Yeah, t yeah. today's the seventh, right? Yep. 
Yeah, it's a month today that uh, they got attacked. By the way, they oh. just announced Netanyahu. I mean, the Anthony Blinken and, and our president keep on telling Benjamin Netanyahu, you need to do this humanitarian pause as he has Gaza City surrounded with his Israeli troops. And he said, I am not pausing anything until they release all the hostages. Uh, they just upped the ante to 242 hostages. So he's and Netanyahu Americans. Like, and why is that always forgotten? I don't know. I don't know. So Netanyahu says until those Hamas releases those hostages and we are they are all accounted for. I am not going to back down and there will be no humanitarian pause. There'll be no pause. So that's that's his take. And I can't blame him. Get the people out. Yeah. Kind of innocent lives. Coming. Yep. So we'll see. You seem to think this is this is um, planned and there'll be. Somebody who'll do this particular dance in the end zone in the event it actually. Oh, takes this is place. all. Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so it's this. Dina, did you see this? Shake Shack has just announced a new nationwide promotion. You need to have their app. But if indeed this takes place, everybody in America will get a free chicken sandwich from the Shake Shack. It sounds good. I didn't know they had chicken sandwiches. No, did I actually? Uh, well, apparently they do now. If an NFL player does a touchdown celebration that includes the chicken dance. What, like the flapping of the wings? Yeah, you know, I don't want to no, be no, a no, chicken. No, 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 I don't no, want to no, be yeah. a duck. Then it has be. to be on Sunday's game, November 12th. Is that this weekend? It is. Yeah. Okay, so this Sunday. If a player does the dance, you can redeem your chicken sandwich at any location within the following week up through November 19th. You just have to have the Shake Shack app, and they will tell you if anybody does it on the uh, app. So, oh, so you don't even have to look for yourself? No, That's well, right. Yeah. So you, you'll get the message from Shake Shack. So you got to download the app pretty much. It's a great marketing tool. So to basically they're giving away a bunch of chicken sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> oh, but you have to spend $10 on other food. So it's uh, not like it's free-free. You get a free chicken sandwich if you spend money. Well, but... Ten bucks is probably a drink. Yeah, so, so yeah, really, <laughs> it's, it's, okay. it's probably so, a bogo. Honestly, <laughs> it, it could very well be. But uh, so, if somebody uh, does the chicken dance, so Bill seems to think they've already paid off like a bunch of football players to do the chicken does dance. Does Travis Kelsey do it? Probably. I could see that. That's right? another oh, guy. Who and will, Taylor's going to be there. Yeah. Going, oh. That's another guy. Will not turn down an endorsement. Let's do it. Anything could be anything. <laughs> we want you to eat a banana in the Salvation Army kettle on Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, what happened? Was it Ezekiel Elliott, the one that jumped yeah. in the kettle and got fined? What did he get? He got fined for that, didn't he? They fined him. He you brought know. more attention, more camera time to the Salvation Kettle, and they fined they him. Fi- they fined him like 25 Gs. It was that like was a lot, lot of money. Yeah, that was, I a was lot. like absurd. <laughs> I'm like, that's the stupidest oh, the NFL, thing I've ever seen. The NFL is insane with their fines. The it's no it's fun league. Yeah. yeah, but the ones they should find, they don't. Right. Yeah. And, right. and the ones they, they shouldn't, they do. Mm. I, they make Domestic no, violence, we're not going to look at that. And knock your chick out in the, in the, the you know, and then drag her but by we'll the hair off the elevator. But if you jump into a kettle. Not wearing the right socks, 30 grand. Right, that too. Uniform violation. Oh, yeah. For not wearing the right socks? It's no. A big deal. Oh, yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Oh, you are yeah. serious. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's a uniform violation. Yeah. They get a $30,000 fine. Oh, it's that much, but they tag you for sure. That's they, Second they violation are, would be 30. They're yeah. stupid. You're right. They are stupid. They it are goes stupid. right into the ginger devil Roger Goodell's Christmas fund for his kids. It was considering he makes, what, $60 million a year or something? Oh, what it's was like it? 40, 45. It's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. He makes them a lot of money, too. All right, we got rapid fire in minutes, just past bottom of the hour. I'll go around the room with some headlines next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's keep track of what's going on in the world. It's a lot. Jen, what's up? 
Colombian government about to get a lot richer, at least according to the president, Gustavo Petro. Mm. Under his administration, he has ordered them to exhume the holy grail of shipwrecks, the Spanish galleon San Jose. It sank in 1708. Wow. Now, they say it's, he's, he's only in office for like two more years, so he wants it at the, he wants to bring the whole ship up. Okay. So they actually found this thing. They know where it is. Oh, they, well, now here's where it gets complicated. Mm. They believe this ship is holding $20 billion worth of treasure. Oh, my gosh. Now, in 1981, <laughs> a U.S. company called Glockamora claimed to have discovered the location of the Holy Grail of shipwrecks. They turned it over to Colombia with the intent that Colombia would share mm. the profits 50-50. The problem is they have a new president. Yeah, let's trust the Colombian government. So yeah. Good now, idea. now the yeah. Glacamora is like all bent out of shape because they're saying, "Hey, we told you where it was. You promised." Now they that was in 2015. Now the president, this new guy, Pedro's like, "I don't know who the hell you are. We always, found it on our own." I always wondered how that goes. It's like you, you discover something. Let's say you're just a, a smaller independent company and you find a shipwreck. You can't tell anybody. No. You got to market and flag it, but you can't go into town to have a beer and tell somebody, "Hey, that's what we found." Right. Uh, yeah, because I mean, either people will off you to get it. But mm -hmm. how did they find it? The, the, this Colombian president is saying that the Colombian Navy or somebody in his realm found the ship on their own. And the American company's like, now nah, we told you in 2015 where it was. Yeah, well, the American company's out. Yeah, There's no way they'll win that it. in the courts because it anything. means billions of dollars for the Colombian government. Wow. wow. Gold, silver, and jewels. $20 billion. That's like a movie. That's incredible. We thought the Titanic was something big, right? Yeah, right. It's huge. So. They say there's still tons of shipwrecks out there. That's I mean, how just, big the ocean is. That's just yeah. undiscovered with all the technology we have now. Right. And oh, even just off our coast. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff out there. Amazing. Let's go to the swamp. Okay. Now it's official. With your help, a year from now, Ron DeSantis will beat Joe Biden. <laughs> okay, am I the only I, one I, who I can't stand listen. this woman's yeah, voice? I, I, you could hear I cut it off early. I couldn't. That was who too was much that? of that. That, Diener, is Kim Reynolds. She's the governor of Iowa. Oh, I, I told Bill this morning, we were talking off the air. I said, how did she win oh, with that's that awful. voice? She made it official at a rally Monday in Des Moines. Hey, by the way... Tomorrow's a debate. I know we all forgot about that. Right. Yeah, we remember. Oh my gosh, you're Five right. Five candidates that no one's going to watch. And how did Chris Christie qualify? It's a big deal for DeSantis, who's been lagging far behind Donald Trump at the polls. He hopes to use that endorsement to get Iowa Republicans on his side. Will it work? I don't think so. And if Trump has his way, when Trump is back in the White House, Kim Reynolds couldn't run for dog catcher after this. Yeah, yeah. no, he's uh, he's disowned her. She's on that disloyal list. Get Wasn't lost. he just with her like a lot? Yeah. Like, with, his, with his past Iowa trips? Yeah, like two weeks ago maybe? Yeah. I just replayed her voice in my head. That oh, that's, awful. Isn't that horrifying? This is, this is your, your new wake-up alarm. With your help okay, that's enough. a year from now. <laughs> oh, Oh, no. A year from now, you won't be there any longer. Governor Ron will be president, Ron. <gasps> I can guarantee you I wouldn't hit the snooze button. I'd be up on the first Your one. help. <laughs> it's awful. Isn't that Lord, horrible? Please. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, on top of that, real quick, too, Trump has a uh, rally tomorrow. You know, he always says something oh, yeah. like to counter the debates because he doesn't go to them. Yep. He's going to be in Hialeah, and the debate is in Miami. Yeah, we're not going to that one. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll catch the clips. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's that's right. right. He is in Hialeah. Yes. So okay. that's all happening tomorrow. That'll be a massive one, though. Yeah, it is going to be big. I'm really, actually, I'm really intrigued to see how that goes. And he's going to be all crowd. worked up because they told him to shut up in the court case. Mm -hmm. so he'll be all full of fire. 
So Hialeah rally tomorrow on top of the debate. Good. Um, so this is kind of different, guys. Netflix. Yes. You know, it costs like $45 a month. Oh, it's absurd. It's it keeps insane. on going up. Disney just went up again, too, by the way. Jerks. But, you know, that's if you're <laughs> a high roller, you don't have all the commercials and everything, you know? Well, now, Netflix has said, for those who have the ad-supported subscriptions, they're going to give you, throw you a little bone. They're going to give you a little gift. Oh, yeah? You'll be able to watch without any ads if... You binge watch a certain amount of time. So if you're sitting there for uh, hours on end watching, you know, like right. Stranger Things or something, okay. then eventually you won't have anything pop up. Well, all you got to do is can't you just leave your TV on? No, because then they ask you, are you still there? Yeah, oh, they, they, they do. Right. Oh, okay. They check. They do a life check to make yeah. sure you're still alive. Oh, okay. That's, you know, that seems fair to me. That's- I'm five episodes into this show. I've been binge watching. It's fair that you know I've seen enough of it. I don't need ads. Get a little reward. Yeah, that's that's okay. I like that. So that's that's the new plan from Netflix. What's the difference in price? Like five bucks a month? I think it's somewhere in there. I pay be. the five bucks. I don't I'm even sorry. know what I'm paying. Honestly, it just comes out of my account. I don't even know what streaming services I have. Yeah. I ask Lauren. I'm like, uh, Paramount. We have that. Yeah. That's how they make so much money. Yeah. We don't even know what we have. But yeah. I'll go watch a movie and I'll say, "Got just go subscribe." And I'm like, "Why don't we have a subscription to this?" Right. Okay. You guys are both fathers. How big was your biggest baby? Your daughters. You're gonna daughter and a son. How how was bigger? Mine weren't that big. They were like seven seven point five. Yeah, pretty okay. standard. Around six seven pounds. They weren't like whoppers or anything. Yeah. Well, there was a whopper born in Cambridge, Ontario. Uh oh. To the tune of well, put it this way: when the baby was born, the everybody in the delivery room because it was by C-section, <laughs> the the father said, "You would have thought the Toronto Maple Leafs had just won the Stanley Cup." That's how much these people yelled and screamed. Well, we know they that's had, not going to happen. They had <laughs> dollar amounts bid on how big this baby was going to be. Wow. Is that right? Little Sonny Ayers, the fifth child of Chance and Brittany, was born October 23rd. 14 pounds, oh! 8 ounces. Oh, Whoa. my God. <laughs> I was like, you had a toddler. That's a Thanksgiving <laughs> you had turkey. A toddler. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. And he came out with skates on. It's amazing. That's right. Isn't that yes. amazing? And she has two <laughs> He has two other siblings that were both born over 13 pounds. Wow. So now they have they have five kids, four boys, one girl. This poor woman, I'm thinking. Oh, and they're all big. But he's, a 14-pound, 8-ounce baby. It Next, was a C-section, right? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Please, Next year, no. he's going to be playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> yes, yes. He came out and he checked the doctor into the wall. <laughs> yes, yes. God. He's massive. Unreal. All right. Plus. <laughs> Social science question. Science! What outdated tech are you still using and totally fine with? No reason to change it. Oh, I'll tell you right away. A can opener. I always use a uh, manual See, one. See, that's a great example. Can opener. Why is there any reason to mess with a can opener? Why do you need anything electric? Why do you need anything? You know what else is the same? A corkscrew. It's You're a, right. It's the perfect technology. It's low tech as can be. Why do you need to mess with it with like a gadget? It's yeah. a corkscrew. It's perfect. Well, the, yeah. the, the, the can opener, the electric one, you know, it's under the counter. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I drop the can and then sure. it goes all over the counter. Oh, it's yeah. like, you've got to be kidding me. Give me it doesn't nice... happen when I use my manual one. Just use the old cranker. I got yeah. my grandma's 1972 can opener. Works oh, just fine. They're awesome. <laughs> yes. How about this? How about this shocker? Oh. Ready? Yeah. Now, this is exotic. A notepad and a pen. Do you know that's on, out of date? That's, yeah, really. On my kitchen counter, I because I, I keep a grocery list of things sure. we need. 
I always, yeah, there's one there all the time. I live by post-it notes. Oh, my gosh. I write stuff down all the time. You go into the other studio down the hall here at 640, I have papers everywhere with notes. Uh, That's you. you. Yeah. You're like the post-it man in there. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, And this is a thing, a shocking amount of people, shouldn't be shocking, it makes me feel good that they didn't waste their money or we didn't waste our money. Physical media, the amount of people still using DVDs, CDs, video games, books, textbooks, etc. are huge. Sure. Despite what the tech companies try to tell you that everything is streaming. A lot yeah. of people still have CDs, you know. That's true. I don't know about VHS have... tapes. Those may be gone, but CDs still around. And true. books. I can't read with a Kindle. I can't do it. No, I need a physical I need copy. a book. Yeah. You need that smell. Yes. yes. I need to turn a the page. New print. I want to have like little kind of like tinged black fingers from the ink on, on, <laughs> on the book as I hold the book. Reading because yeah. it takes right. me so long to read. Right. <laughs> wow. We this, one I, this one I totally disagree with, though. Paper maps. Nope. Not me. Mm. Hated a map. When we were in Arizona uh, a couple of months ago, I thought, can you imagine driving around here with a physical paper map? That would have been insane. I know. We always had to stop, though, because my mother couldn't read the map, so I'd have to do it because, you know, my mother was, she got lost in the backyard. It was always the size of, like, you know, the entire car. And you could never fold it back the way it came. No. (laughs) If you take this road here and throw it in the Uh -uh. glove compartment. I'll take Google Maps. Turn right here, you moron. I'm all good with that. I'm with you. And real quick, guys, to finish off, I I thought of you with this one, Bill, because actually you and I both, we hate the sound of chewing. Can't do it. Can't God. do it. Loud chewing. There's a, there's loud a, that's a, that's a, like a, there's a. No, don't try to make that an affliction. It's the chewer who has the affliction. <laughs> no, it is. They say it's an affliction. I'm just no. saying they well, do. I don't okay. have the disease. The chewer has the disease. Who sounds like a warthog. <laughs> and my, and don't my, blame the victim. And my brother is, I scream at him all the time. If, if, if once in a while I get to go on and play a video game and put the headset on, we play Fortnite or Halo or something. Oh no, is he chewing? And he's sitting there eating <laughs> chips and pretzels. I'm just, what are you doing? <laughs> It's just right, in your ear. <laughs> right in my ear, I scream at him. And you're going, <sighs> <laughs> So now, with all that buildup, here's what they've done Doritos. Oh, they've made them soft and smushy? They've, oh, God, bro. They, they, oh, no, could you imagine? <laughs> no. Like chewy candies. They've come out with a crunch cancellation microphone filter. They call it Doritos Silent. Really? That's and brilliant, it's, actually. And it's made for, apparently, some type of uh, ingredient that takes away the crunch specifically for gamers this who are is eating amazing. chips while eating, you know, in the microphone and this stuff. This might like that. change the world. I'm telling that you. That is, it's going to be a big, it's big, huge. big seller. Yeah. Crunch cancellation, they call it. Oh, I love it. How do you like that? Oh, no. And then they talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. You people are bad. We'll have a couple of very quick headlines coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Real quick headlines. We're almost out of time, but we'll give you this tomorrow coming up. I'm sure we're going to have uh, Trump rally in South Florida preview day because he's going to be in Hialeah. Oh, it's going to be great. He's going to be on fire, too, because you're right. It's right after this this uh, wonderful trial that he just had. All worked up. He'll yeah. be all fired up. That crooked judge, and you know it's coming. So. Yep. So that's coming up. We've got uh, the debate tomorrow night that nobody's going to watch because he's not involved. His re- whoever is showing parts of his rally in Hialeah will get bigger ratings in this debate. Oh, without Guaran- a doubt. Guarantee. Well, I, you know, there's five people. I don't even know who the five are. Chris Christie. Right. That's one. How he made it is beyond me. Our governor. Uh, what's her name? Haley. Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah. I don't even know who the other two. Oh, uh, the Schwamm and the somebody else. I don't know yeah. who the other one is. Tim. 
And we have a programming note for tomorrow. I don't know when you guys decide when because it's pre-recorded, but we're gonna you're gonna hear our interview. Oh, <laughs> with the one, the only. You may call him William. We call him Bill Shatner. It's epic. That's all we'll tell you. Captain Kirk is on with us tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's deep. We're just going to tell you that. <laughs> and this isn't a joke, by the way. No, like, no, you, no. You no, we're really talking to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're going to air probably, what, 8 o'clock tomorrow? Yeah, at least. 8.03-ish? Yeah, sure. Either that or right after we end the show with him. Who, when, when's our biggest listening time? Because 8.05, I think, is when we should play him. Or I think our biggest listening time is between 7.10 and 7.11. Okay, well, we can squeeze them into a minute <laughs> We're there. probably in traffic and weather together. <laughs> and they're stuck in traffic, that's what it is. <laughs> they tune in, they're like, oh, they're talking about this? Switch. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> One minute, gone. See you later, bye. I don't have a lot of time to grab them. <laughs> so that's, that'll be good. So that's wow. tomorrow. Okay. Because well, he's at the uh, Broward Center for the Performing Arts. Is he? Uh, oh, that's Thursday right. night, they're going to show Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Khan! <laughs> and then great. he's going to take questions. Isn't that wonderful? That's a brave man. He's 92 years old, and this guy's still going strong. That's sharp as attack, too. It really I mean, is. he's deep, but he's sharp. Yes, he is. Yep. Pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> we leave you with the greatest story of the day, that Fiona, the loneliest sheep in the world, has been rescued. Yay. Been stuck in a Scottish hill. She fell off the mountain and fell down into this valley. No one could save her. Four Scottish farmers, young kids, decided, we'll go get her. Tied a bunch of rope together, went down with the burlap bag, threw it over her, put a hole in it, dragged her back up. She's now been shaved and uh, living on an animal sanctuary. So Fiona's been saved. You'll be happy to know. And it's on her page, is it not? Sure is. Anybody talk to Fiona? Maybe she was happy on her own. (laughs) She wanted to be by herself. (laughs) Leave me alone. Damn people. (laughs) Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Thanks for being here. We know you have choices, and we greatly appreciate it. We'll see you in the morning.